Our country's a mess, and I love it. Looks like we are live. Got some coffee brewing. Sorry for the late start this morning, but uh, crazy ass storm. Hey, what's up, uh, Christopher Yacklin? You're first today, man. Steve Maston and Lisa Connor and Rachel. Good morning to you. Sorry I'm late. What's up, Vincent? What's up, Ken Banks? What's up, Randy? Uh, new. Good morning. What's up, Michael Long? Uh, as you can see, we are in duct tape mode today. <laughs> I laugh because I think about where I was in my radio career, and now I got a phone duct taped uh, to the window because it's really windy and really nasty out there, and uh, this is how we do it uh, on bad uh, bad uh, days out here at the ocean, okay? I hope, I hope you don't mind, man. Uh, good morning to you, Tim. Uh, Wareheim, it looks like. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm basically running on duct tape, and I'm praying. I think the duct tape is uh, stuck pretty good this morning. Last time I did this, everything got saggy, and I had a I had to shut down uh, the live stream because I was panicking that the phone was gonna <laughs> fall off the window. So, uh, but wow, it was nasty, nasty out here last night. Woke me up at around five in the morning. I thought uh, I honestly thought the windows were gonna blow in. But uh, these houses out here could take a beating, but it's still really, really windy. And the rain was uh, really sideways. I, I'm sure a lot of you guys on the Northeast was, were, were uh, dealing with the same shit. So uh, That's too nice a term for that disaster, Mitchell Wegner. Oh, yeah, the live stream is, uh, is titled, uh, The Debate Was a Dumpster Fire. It's so funny because... No matter who you like, whether you like uh, Biden or Trump, people are trying to say their guy won the debate last night. No one won that horse shit. But it was amazing TV. There was some stupid talking head saying, if this is how the debate's going to go, they should cancel the next two. And I'm like, fuck no, man. I want to see more of that. I want it on pay-per-view. But no one won that, that dumpster fire last night. No one. Trump uh, just decided to wing it, and uh, we all know he's a bully. I think Trump supporters actually like Trump for being a bully. And Biden uh, came across better than most people thought, but uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think he was uh, uh, sharp enough to to uh, take that debate last night. Unfortunately, so for sure, Tim McConnell says debate. Cody Zone says abu. You're going to have to uh, agree to disagree, uh, Max? Yeah. <laughs> it was just... I was on the edge of my seat, though, going, this is amazing. I mean, I'm kind of bummed it didn't end in a, in a fist fight, but uh, everyone is like kind of bummed that this is where we're at in our country. We've been, we've been at this place for many years at this point. That's a very honest assessment, uh, Ope. I, I, hold on. I can't stand the dishonesty. Uh, go with that thought, Robert. What else you want to say about that? That one of the guys actually won? No one won that horse shit. Chris Wallace, I was very surprised that he couldn't control uh, the two guys up there. Sick of boomers leading this country. Carol. Pretty plus more. 
Last night was like the WWE. Yeah, um, I was following the, the the trend, and somebody took like you know the 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 video of Biden and uh, Trump going at it, and they said, "Oh my God, here comes the steel cage!" And they they did a pretty good job as as they're lowering the steel cage onto the debate stage, a la WWE. I laughed uh, I laughed pretty hard at that. So should have turned uh, Trump's mic off. I mean, that's what they're trying to say. Like, they need to cut each these guys' mics when they're when they're babbling like that. That's almost impossible to do. It'll be really interesting if they have any more debates. Uh, he said, "Proud boys, stand back and stand by." What the fuck? Well, you can't deny the fact, and this is going to piss off the Trumpers out there that uh, they basically said to denounce white supremacy and, and <laughs> fucking Trump. I think he just wants to piss everybody off. He can't because because he couldn't do it. I don't I don't know why he couldn't do it. Uh, you thought Chris Wallace was an awful uh, mediator? Yeah, he he he's usually better than that. But um, Trump decided to wing it. Trump decided to interrupt a lot, and Chris Wallace didn't know what to do with it. Although at one point he said, "Do you want to ch- uh, trade uh, places?" Because I think Chris Wallace could uh, argue and debate the issues better than Trump. (laughs) It was like two drunk uncles that you don't leave alone with the kids at Thanksgiving dinner. There's uh, John Bruggerman. Very good, John. Uh, Someone help me understand. Is Stand By a motto or something? Well, it's not good. It's not good. He should have said, yeah, I'm not for white supremacy. I mean, everyone was hoping he would at least say that last night, but... Look, man, um, you know, Trump could basically tell his base to to burn down your local school and they're going to still vote for him. It's not about the base. It's going to be about the undecideds. And are the undecideds pissed off enough by that performance to say, fuck that, we need to change and go for Biden? We'll, uh, we'll have to wait and see, that's for sure. Uh, the country acted like children for the past year on social media, etc. And then shockingly... The candidates puked up what they have been fed on national TV. I think that's what you wanted to say. Yeah, there should be no surprises. This country's been a mess for a very, very long time. We've lost discourse in this country. Yeah, we did a long fucking time ago. And I don't know how we could bring it all back together. I don't I don't know how that happens. What's up, Wayne Boo Atkins? How are you, buddy? Very exciting morning from the windy. Looking at the ocean today. I was going to say that, good for you, Jonathan Fa. like watching Walter Matthau and uh, Jack Lemon. yes, from Grumpy Old Men. I was surprised, I mean, a lot of people think Biden is really senile, but he didn't come across senile uh, last night, but he does come across as a, a an older gentleman, that's for sure, pushing, what, 78 years old. Ben Perry with the 200 stars. Ben Perry uh, sent me a picture the other day. Ben, that was fucking horrifying. He's in the middle of the wildfires out there in California, and um, he's in Santa Rosa. He lives uh, in the neighborhood of uh, Guy Fieri, Fietti, and he's uh, friends with Guy, and uh, he's uh, he was friends with Carl, and now we're friends. Uh, that's the backstory. But uh, I go, I, I texted Ben right away when I saw those fires in Santa Rosa. And he said, dude, uh, it's getting a little scary, but they're okay for now. And then he says, this is the picture I took from my driveway last night. And you could see the red in the distance of these just fucking rock and roll fires. 
And uh, Ben, are they are they closer? Because I haven't checked in with you uh, in a day. Are, are you are you still okay? Are you guys evacuating? Where are you at with this? Bernie would have won. Oh, Bernie. Uh, I mean, Bernie. A lot of people love the Bernie Sanders, but um, the reality there is, uh, you know, he's a he's a little too radical, unfortunately. If he if he could have came. You know, more back toward the middle a little bit, then uh, then the Democratic Party wouldn't have been so scared of him. And then they all got together and they said, "Who the fuck is our best shot at beating Trump?" And they had to say Biden. Fuck, Christ. Uh, are they uh, still all good? Ben Perry says, "Okay," but that picture you sent was fucking horrifying, man. I can't even imagine looking out over the uh, the hills in the distance and seeing nothing but red and wondering if that shit's coming your way. I guess that's the, the trade-off because when I was up in your area, my God, are you living nice. Why can't we just live nice? Every time you try to live nice, whether it's like in Northern California or on the coast, like uh, Pretty Plus More, uh, we have to deal with the, the weather is the other side of it. You know, you live nice in Northern California, but you have to always worry if the next fire is going to take out your, your home. And the same with hurricanes on the coast. And then, of course, you know, Tornado Alley has the same shit going on. We just want to live nice and not worry that much. Yeah, stay safe, Ben Perry. Right on, Vinny. Good for you, buddy. What's even radical these days? That's a great question. Bernie Sanders... Career politician, career radical lefty guy, got a lot of support, but the establishment was not ready to put him front and center. I I think he's way sharper than Biden, but what are you going to do, man? That's why I don't really really like the politics. I don't believe in these guys. I I think our system is very broken. I don't know what it's going to take to get it back together, but... The country uh, is very, very divided, and the world is laughing at us today. But I just look at it as entertainment, and I was so entertained last night. Trump's not radical? Of course he's radical, Michael Silverman. He's radical the other way, of course. Of course he is. He's very radical. I I always say the answer is somewhere in the middle, but uh, we're never going to accept that in this country. It's all or nothing. You think like I do or fuck you. That's where we're at. We've always had a taste of that in this country, but in recent years, and I honestly don't know when it began, that's where we're at. 50% of the country wants the other 50% to think exactly like them. There's no reasoning. There's no trying to find any middle ground. Who wins a fist fight? Um, I mean, I, I, I think when, I honestly, I think Biden uh, wins a fist fight. I think Biden wins the fist fight. I think Biden wins the, uh, you know, the bike race. Not sure about the ramp thing. I haven't seen Biden, you know, walk down a ramp, so I'm not sure if I give uh, give Biden the ramp win. Uh, Trump's got extra mass for a fight. Yeah, I fucking hated those fat guys because they just could put all their weight on you and you're just fucked. I had a fight in uh, the NAW studios back in the day. Long story, but I even forgot his name. Uh, Billy, uh, uh, Billy Staples. Long story. Jay Moore was in on a on a gag against me and Anthony with Billy and and Billy's uh, writing uh, song parody partner. 
And they came uh, flying into the studio at the end of this gag. And I thought they wanted to fight. So I, I punched the one guy really hard. And I think I broke his jaw. I'm not really sure officially if I did, but it swelled up nice. Punched Paul really hard in the jaw. And then Billy comes running over to me and grabs me. And he's a big, fat guy. Sorry, Billy, but you are or were. You got the staples. And that's when I realized I... At that moment, I realized, oh, I thought I could fight. But he just grabbed me in a a bear hug, and I was fucked. And I was like, shit, I'm going to get the shit kicked out of me. And then at that moment, uh, thank God, it was, um, it was, uh, they finally said the whole thing was a goddamn prank. And I was like, thank God. Because if it wasn't a prank, I was fucked. I'm I'm here to say I would have got that, my ass kicked. So I think, yeah, I think uh, Trump would just sit on Biden. (laughs) I think he would just sit on him and that would be it for that. Can you imagine if that's what happened last night? Can you imagine also they said, fuck this, and they they went to the center of the uh, the stage and just started fucking throwing haymakers at each other? And then Trump said, fuck this, and then just sat on Biden. And then Chris Wallace is sitting there going, what do we do now? And then everyone's everyone's side comes running out to help their guy and they can't get Trump off Biden. (laughs) Oh, you think that's a crazy scenario, do you? You were watching last night, weren't you? To be serious for a moment, it was was deeply depressing that that's where our politics are at. But don't even for a second say your guy won last night, whoever you're for. No one won that horse shit. No one. But I'm praying they do another one. They think the numbers for that debate were just in over the top. And they said if they do another debate or another two debates that the numbers would drop dramatically like they did in 2016. I don't think so, man. After that display, who's not watching the rematch? Have Vince McMahon as the debate sponsor? A lot of people are saying, you know, the Joe Rogan wouldn't let that happen. Shut up. Doesn't matter who the moderator was. That That's how that was going to play out last night. Maybe if you get, like, three moderators, maybe they could kind of try to get it together. But uh, no one would have been able to control that uh, that shit last night. That was bubbling up for a long, long time. I really thought it was going to get uglier than it did. Uh, Rogan debate would be awesome, though. Uh, why? Because he's the it guy? What, what would what would Rogan bring to to this, uh, this, de- this debate? Chris Wallace has been doing this his entire life. He's been talking politics his entire life. He's well more informed. Just to say Joe Rogan would be a great moderator is kind of dumb, don't you think? Bob Lord. Rogan would bring nothing. He would get nothing. Good day, sir. Of course not. Because Trump cannot keep his uh, mouth shut. No one's going to make Trump keep his mouth shut. You do understand that, right? There's not a person out there that's going to make Trump keep his mouth shut. I was going to say, well, maybe Putin, but then I realized that would piss off a lot of people. Uh, it would trigger a lot of people. So I'll stick with there's not a person out there that'll, that could control Trump. Trump wanted to just wing that debate. He wanted to be a bully. He wanted to talk over everything Biden was saying, and he accomplished all that. So Biden wasn't able to shine. And Trump looked like a bully, so I say that's a wash. Bill Burr. I love the Bill Burr. Bill Burr would do better than Rogan. Get off the Rogan train. Jesus H. Christ. 
Oh, very good. Okay. No, I don't. I don't think uh, Bill Burr would uh, do a good job moderating that as well. I don't know. I don't know how they control that. It'll be very interesting in the next couple of days. A to see if they do another debate, and B if they put some kind of rules in place. I don't think you're going down a bad road if you if you're having people decide when to cut the mic of Biden or Trump so the other one could talk. So I don't know if that's feasible. Uh, Michael Swartwood, uh, why are we talking about Rogan so much? He's way overrated. <laughs> uh, all the comics that lap his ass don't think he's way overrated. <laughs> Howard Stern sucks. I like that. Howard Stern, he's not even in the conversation anymore. You know what? I'm not either. You know, I can't sit here and say... Howard Stern's not in the conversation anymore. Make believe I am. I got a phone duct taped to a window because it's too windy outside to do my live stream. Uh, Hoo-hoo, I invented debates, Robin. Oh, God. Fucking Howard. Is he still making believe he's leaving? Does anyone know? Is he making believe for the 20th time in his career that uh, this could be it, finally? That he, uh, he has all his fans on the edge of their seats? And then at the last minute, he signed something. <laughs> that old gag. Oh, the real question is, who wins in a fight, Stern or Opie? Wow, that's a great question. I mean, I could take care of myself. I'm here to say that, and I'll always say that. But he's a giant. I don't know how you fight uh, Howard. It's like fighting like... It's it's like fighting an ostrich. Like, how do you do that? I mean, he has tiny, tiny, long, thin legs. So maybe I could kick out one of his legs. But I don't even know if I could punch him in the face. I would have to jump and punch, I guess. Like, how would I do that? And I'm not even that short of a guy. I fall just uh, short of six foot. He's about, he's easily six six. Uh, better be careful. He might throw out his back. Yeah, and then I got to worry about throwing out my back. You're right. I'd like to think. I I think what I would do is I would just run full speed at Howard and then and just like kind of bear hug him and try to get him on the ground. I think you got to get him on the ground. So maybe I kind of like have a leg behind one of his legs and push him and he falls over. And then if I could get him on the ground, then game fucking over. That's what I say. But. Toe to toe, I don't know. It's hard. He's got the reach advantage. Opster's five twelve. <laughs> well, I mean, I always said I was six foot in shoes, which made people around me in my personal life just fucking roll their eyes. They're like, "That's not how it works." I'm like, "Whatever, man. Six foot is six foot." You know. So if you could say you're six foot in your shoes, then you're six foot. I'm just happy that I'm close to six foot. I. I was telling my son the other day, he, he, he can't even imagine because he's going to be really tall because he's got a lot of uh, tall relatives on uh, my wife's side. And uh, and my mom was uh, pretty tall. I don't know why we didn't get uh, taller in my family because my mom was 5'9", was. I, I think she's still alive, but um, so maybe I should say she is. Um, in in uh, 10th grade, I was 5'2", 91 pounds. And then I'm like, fuck. This is going to sound really bad, but, uh, you know. It was uh, way back in the day before we understood anything about uh, people getting triggered and cancel culture and political correctness. And I uh, I came home to my mom because I was so depressed about my height 
being 5'2", 91 pounds, and I was a basketball player on top of that, so I was feeling even more stressed to grow. If I didn't fall in love with basketball, maybe I wouldn't have gave a shit that I was so short in 10th grade. And by the time I graduated, I was like pushing 5'10", and then I squeezed out another inch, inch and a half in college. Too much information, I understand. But I would come home, and I would tell my mom, I'm like, Mom, I'm, I'm... I'm the shortest kid in my class, not including the Asians. <laughs> uh, and I would get so bummed about that that I really thought that uh, I was never really going to grow. And then uh, finally, finally, I got a, a growth spurt in. So there you go. Dude, you were the size of an Olsen twin. No kidding, Chad Moeller. Maybe that, that's why I have uh, some insecurity issues in my in my brain still. No girl wanted to date me. They were all taller than me and already developed. My puberty uh, started late. But then I made up for uh, lost time. When I was a senior, I was all about the 10th graders. We finally got some, some things done. But, uh, you know, when you're in, when you're in 10th grade... And there are 10th, 11th, and 12th grade girls to choose from. They weren't looking my way. I really looked like I, I belonged in grammar school. Me and the, uh, and the Asians. Actually, the Vietnamese kids that came to America with a, uh, with a uh, translator book. A Vietnam, uh, an English to Vietnamese and a Vietnamese to English book. And they barely could speak English. And they're in our classes, in our schools. And by the time they graduated, they were they were fluent in English and still had uh, the the Vietnamese as well. So they knew two languages very very well, and they were very fucking smart, way smarter than me. How the hell does that happen? But it did. One of the uh, one of my friends who came from Vietnam, he was adopted by um, the Flanagans. Yes, a very Irish family, and they took his name. That I don't even remember his original name anymore, but trust me, it was hard to pronounce. And they gave him the American name Sean. So you had this Vietnamese kid in my high school and junior high. He started in junior high. <clears throat> Excuse me. That had a Irish name. <laughs> and everyone thought it was totally normal. <laughs> no one really cared. And that kid who barely could say hi in English... By the time he graduated, he was one of the top students in, um, in my high school. It was pretty amazing to watch him develop. Airplane noise flying, and I was going to go with that, Chad, and you were reading my mind, and I stopped short. There might be an old bit where, you know, some of these names uh, or how they speak sound like uh, model airplanes. There might be a bit in there somewhere. You love that, uh, Carol? Yeah, his name was Sean Flanagan. <laughs> Like a, a serious, uh, you know, a hardcore, stereotypical Irish family. And they said, you know what? It's, it's not bad enough that his new last name is Flanagan. Let's give him the name Sean. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, I got to get going. I got to get these uh, kids online, make some breakfast, try to figure out how to walk the dog without him getting all that sand in our house. And uh, And that's about it, I guess, guys. Ben, no, man. Ben, thank you. Thank you for being a friend. Uh, I'm so glad Carl introduced me to you a couple of years back at this point. 
And I hope you and your family are safe from those wildfires out there in uh, Northern California, a little too close to uh, where you're living. I don't like to see that. I don't like to see that for anybody. But you, uh, you stay safe, my friend, okay? Chris Verdi, great to hear you again. Long time, first time. Made my morning stumbling on this. Keep on keeping on, brother man. Brother man, Chris Verdi making my morning. Kind of frustrating, though, because uh, the regulars know we've been doing this a really long time. And, you know, I'm starting to develop it into a real kind of a, I, I, get, I, I guess, a show in a way. At first, I would just turn this on and go, hey, what's up? Hey, what what's going on with you, man? <laughs> and now we're trying to um, we're trying to develop this into material. Certainly, I take a lot of this stuff and I I put it into the Opie Radio podcast. Like I, I cut out all the fat, and then it makes me sound like I'm really sharp and quick, and I can just go from topic to topic. That's my editing skills. But I think it's more fun to to uh, watch the live stream because it's just babbling and meandering and. Uh, and a lot of stuff that definitely doesn't make the pod, uh, the podcast itself. Bob Lord. God, I know most of your names at this point. Of course I know who Michelle is. Can't say your last name yet. That's why I haven't really attempted it. But I know who you are. Shannon Johnson. Of course I know. Yes, this is more fun than the podcast. Yeah, but the podcast, I got to kind of. I'm, I'm basically competing with pretty much every single person that lives on planet Earth now. They all decided they could do what I do. Everyone has a podcast. My wife is sick of it because every time you turn on the TV, you hear, and don't forget about my new podcast. And I'm like, of course, of course you got a podcast too. So that's why I got to try to make it as polished as possible and make it smoke because I'm literally competing with hundreds of thousands of assholes now. When I came up in radio, I blew by everybody in radio except for a very small handful of uh, broadcasters. And I'm sure you know the names by now. And I was in the same league as those motherfuckers. And then that ends and I start podcasting and then everyone decides, you know what? I think I can do that too. Uh, uh, uh. I'm babbling and I need coffee. All right, guys. Have a great day. Thanks for checking it out. Uh, Most likely, we'll do it tomorrow. I'm trying to do them every day. For the most part, we get that done. Um, So hopefully, I'll see you you guys uh, commenting tomorrow. Boo, 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 boo.